Welcome to Sunflower Living, a podcast that believes that life is always worth living. I'm Abile. And I'm Linky. And welcome to our working philosophies on life and living with mental illness. Before we get started, we are not mental health professionals. All opinions expressed in this podcast are our own. This specific episode, we're going to be talking about expectations versus reality of being on medication. Do you think that's fair to say, Lings? <laughs> As you said it, I thought, yes, exactly. <laughs> I think sometimes, I mean, just to start on that point, I think sometimes we expect that the medication is going to fix everything. Yeah. This medication is going to um, make you just like, superhero strong and you're never gonna feel um depressed or anxious ever again and that is not true it is so far it's so far from the truth exactly yes Mm -hmm. the medication helps Mm -hmm. um and it different definitely helps to manage some of the symptoms yeah but it's not i want to say that it's not a cure and i know that there are people who would disagree with me, but that's been my experience. And so Mm -hmm. I'm going to speak from that point of view. I want to add just right now at the beginning is that in no way are we trying to tell people to get off their medication. In no way are we also saying that if you're not on medication, you're not doing enough. Um, Mm -hmm. We are, we're really just speaking from our experience and and I think that's that's sometimes what we need to just hear someone who's saying, I've been through this and this yeah. is this is how it felt. Um, so I really want to clear that up before we even get into it. Mm-hmm. So for so, you, what mm-hmm. would you say you wish you'd known about the medication? I think because I've been on meds since I was so, like a lot younger, I didn't know, I I couldn't vocalize or I felt as if like initially that, you know, once I had my prescription and, you know, it goes on for six months or however, I nearly, I almost felt bad for like going back to my psychiatrist and being like, actually, this actually worsens what I'm going through. Mm. And I don't know if that's actually a thing because I remember, um, because I'm an insomniac as well, um, and sleep is just like, has always been a... A roller coaster for me. Um, I was put on Seroquel and that was just such an unpleasant experience, like all in all, because there were just days where I could not get up or I was just so sedated that it was impossible for me. I I mean, I I missed so many days of school on Seroquel because I would take it at at like, you know, the the correct time, eight o'clock. And then obviously there's that, you know, that 12 hours of, of sleep or however long. And I would get up and I'm just like zombified or zombified to the extent that my mom makes me go back to sleep because of like how incoherent I am. Oh, wow. Uh, So, you know, it's, it was kind of realizing that it is okay to go back to your psychiatrist and be like, this is not working. Can we try something else? And more, more often than not, they are open to, experimentation not to make that sound you know as if it's it, it's a kind of science project it, it definitely isn't but I think there are times where you know when it comes to meds or even other aspects of life we have to try many different things before we get to the correct one yes mm-hmm. I think you talk about the sedative effect and yeah. that's one that many of the medications have 
And I find that with those, the drowsiness really also comes with the brain fog. And that's really difficult because I found that I was like not remembering stuff or Mm. struggling to find words. And that was, that was scary at first because I thought, what's going on? And then Mm. when I read the side effects, I was like, oh, this is what's happening. This is just a brain fog. And, and it's really difficult to function, um, with some of those side effects. I think, you know, we're going to talk about, um, body positivity at some point, but weight gain can also just compound the problem because, you start to put on this weight that you do not want to put on and Mm -hmm. it just affects your self-esteem in such a way that, you know, you kind of think, okay, which is, what, what, um, what side effects am I willing to, to deal with to feel better? And sometimes when the medication is not as effective as you'd like it to be, some of the yeah. side effects really don't make sense to have to go through. It's time to, it's time to change. It's time to really ask your, your psychiatrist or whichever medical professional you've gotten the prescription from mm-hmm. and, and be very honest and say, this is how I'm feeling and I don't want to feel like this and it doesn't seem to be helping at all. Please, can we try something else? And I think that sometimes we forget that we have the right to say that. No, absolutely. Because I think, you know, coming back to what you said about, you know, this perception that this medication will cure you, oftentimes it doesn't. I mean, and obviously I speak from my own personal experience, but I think what medication has shown me is that it is okay to have this kind of aid in which, you know, it helps you cope in your day-to-day life but that certainly doesn't mean you get to backslide on sort of the 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 other mechanisms you might have been given in therapy or whatever else you know and I think because of maybe it's the the society in which we exist and how we and our attitudes around just medication in general it's easy to forget that especially when you know, you do have the right dosage and everything is going okay and you get to, and I've been here before, where it's like, well, I don't need this. And then it's like, no, I do need this. I kind of have to, I I need to almost like talk myself out of getting off of it because I know what happens when I get off of it. And, and it's, it's, you know, kind of coming back to the symptomatic aspects of it, you may not feel that crash once you're off, but when it goes over a certain period of time, then you really oh. feel that. And it's yeah. just, yeah, yeah. It, it, it's really, yeah, it's, it's such a, a difficult balance, especially when you're young and kind of in a foreign landscape in terms of like meds for this specific thing. I think there, there's a point at which some medications make you feel like, oh, okay, I've gotten over this. This isn't a mm-hmm. problem anymore. And mm-hmm. that's when, like you say, you start to feel like, oh, okay, I can come off of this or I don't need this anymore. And yeah. then when that crash comes, I think it completely pummels you. And that's really difficult because then you go through a more difficult phase to get back to um, to feeling better. Um, yeah. 
I think what I wanted to say as well is that a lot of people don't know that there are various classes of um, treatments and medications that serve to deal with um, mental illnesses. And quite Mm -hmm. often you can be on one class and then um, your doctor will ask you to change to another one or another medication. But because it's in the same class, you Mm -hmm. still feel the same um, the same side effects. I mean, for me, when mm-hmm. we talk about SSRIs, I always feel so nauseous. And mm-hmm. so it took um, my psychiatrist saying, maybe this isn't the class that you should be looking at. Maybe we should be trying something very different. But it took time. And yeah. I think it was, you know, it needs a lot of patience. We need to be very patient um, with the people who are trying to help us. And yeah. and to test them out because sometimes, yes, it takes a month before you feel any effects. It takes a little while before you feel that, oh, okay, this is helping me. And so sometimes that's the delay in the treatment. I don't think people should give up. If that's the route that you're taking, give yeah. it time. No, absolutely. And I think I, just to add on what you were saying about, you know, almost wanting to give up at some point, I think you know, on the on the flip side of that, there is this this unfortunate mentality that I've come across, you know, when, you know, maybe in group therapy or even just in one-to-one sessions, and then my psychologist is giving me an example, there are people who feel like failures simply for being on medication. Yes. And I think you know, with the the symptom like the symptomatic side of things, when you are feeling nauseous or when you know you've tried so many different combinations and nothing is working, I can understand where that feeling of failure comes from because it's like, is it really that bad that there isn't you know a a, a culpable solution or some you know combination that can help me? And I definitely do agree with that. That you know, when you keep trying. Um, you know, you are bound to come to, you know, find something that works, whether it is even being on medication at all. But I think, you know, we have to be patient with ourselves, with our bodies and our minds, especially because this, you know, living with this, with a disease that can, that is invisible, um, is so difficult to really come to grips with and it's going to keep evolving. And as such, so will, if you are on medication, the meds that you take. And Mm -hmm. that's not a bad thing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I think that's so important to remember. And I was going to say, you know, we have to be gentle with ourselves. A lot of the time we're really hard on ourselves about it. And Mm -hmm. as you said, we also have to remember not to stop using the tools that we've been given outside of medication. Yeah. I think it's important to keep looking for mechanisms, keep looking for tools that can help. And mm-hmm. that way we start to strengthen our arsenal. Absolutely. I think in and in just to, to kind of like add a, a final note, I think it is perfectly acceptable for you like never to forget or to be frustrated with the journey of it, but never forget, you know, what the impetus was because it's, it is so vital to try and almost befriend the disease Mm. and be like, okay, 
what do you need today, buddy? Do you, do you, do, do we need to, you know, whenever we get back to Dr. So-and-so, do you want me to mention that this is not, uh, you know, I'm, I'm feeling, I'm, I'm having some hand tremors from, you know, this medication anxiety you've put me on. Is there nothing else we can, um, we can go through? Because I'm very fortunate to have the sort of psychiatrist who will like sit with me with her book and just be like, okay, but this does that, this does the other thing. And, you know, it's okay to ask for what it is specific to your needs. Yes. Mm. Well, thank you for that. Thank you all for listening. We'll be back with another episode. Um, we hope that you learned something from this and there was something we added some value. Thank you so much for listening. And a note, we are not mental health professionals. All opinions expressed in this podcast are our own. Thanks again for listening.